Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to the Build to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio Scottsdale, Arizona, at the ProFit headquarters. Joined in studio, as always, with the Zeus of Zen, Randy Engston. What's up, buddy? You know, it's only appropriate to close out the year with a Z. There you go. I, I didn't, it just dawned on me it's as we did it. By design, baby. Yeah, yeah. All by design. This is the final podcast for 2019, 2019, and we're going deep into the woods for our 2020 predictions on this show. But before we get into that, I want to remind everybody about the Automation Workshop Yep, happening February 6th and 7th here at the Keep Headquarters, Chandler, Arizona. How do they get in on that? pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. Slash automation. That's right. And on that webpage, you're going to see tiered pricing. The seats are very limited for this. Yes. This is, you basically, you're going to take exactly what we're running at Pulse and what I've been building for gym owner after gym owner doing this, the automation. And we're talking client life cycle. We're not talking just lead gen. We're not just talking about nurturing. We're talking about the whole kit and caboodle here from lead to appointments, to conversions, to non-conversions, non-shows, canceled appointments frozen memberships, follow-ups, everything that you can imagine. It's all done through automation. This is exactly how I run Pulse Fitness. Zach is using it. Our front desk girls are using it and it's seamless. There's no point in any section of this thing that somebody can fall out of communication. Yep. You're going to know exactly where everybody is at all times. And that's, that's what makes this thing gold. And let's be honest, we're building this out one-on-one with clients right now and they're spending $10,000 for the two days of build out. Yep. This is your opportunity to get essentially the build out itself is going to be pretty similar. It's just the way that it's facilitated, right? It's yep. going to be done in a workshop, classroom setting, but it's your way, your ability to save a little bit of money getting into a classroom, have the same, essentially the same benefits coming out. You're going to have it, everything like Tim explained from the lead to the clients, every touch point that you can imagine. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be handled. So, Guys, dive in. If you have any questions, jump on a call with me, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. And what I would tell you guys is this is going to be done in quarter one, early in quarter one. I know quarter one's busy. I yep. know it is. But you can literally fly in on a Wednesday night and fly out on a Friday night. You'll be out of pocket for Thursday and Friday, back in the saddle on Saturday at your gyms. You're not going to miss a beat. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're going to step away from the chaos of quarter one, February, and just sit down and knock out this thing for two days. It's going to last you 10 years from now. This isn't one of those, here's a play for the marketing, and next month we're going to change yeah, it. Yeah, we got to figure something out. Yep. This is, you can use it all year for, like I've literally been using something very similar to this for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, we've, we've had variations of it to some degree that we mm -hmm. even used to introduce to, to other gym owners. Yep. But this is, this is, it's amazing. It's like your client touch point in a box. Yep. And, but I mean, to speak to that, what this system is going to do, if you're on the fence because you think it's busy, you yeah. guys are going to make more money. You're going to leverage the rest of the year better than you could potentially, mm -hmm. you know, if your fears of losing a couple of days of business, this will make you 
exponentially more successful yeah. throughout 2020. It's a no-brainer. And hopefully there's seats still left. If you go to that that website, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation, and there's no spots left, sorry. I mean, that's it. We can only do 25 in this. And that's that's a real deal. We cannot facilitate more than that just because mm-hmm. it's, it's so demanding on us. But that being said, let's get deep into the weeds for our predictions for 2020. I asked a couple of our Iron Circle members, Give me some topics. Let me see. Let me hear what you guys want to hear about. And like three or four of them came back to tell me about what you think is going to happen in 2020. And really, this is coming as we go through these, this list of things that we're talking about. I'm going to tell you why I think that. Sure. It's not just going to be a blanket. Hey, this is what's going to happen. I'll tell you that I made a prediction at the end of last year about that six week challenge. It was going to die at the end of quarter one. And I was telling people, if you're running it, run it hard until the end of quarter one, because it's not going to work anymore. And Won't be around. It was gone. Yep. Like quarter three, quarter four is gone. So I don't know. I feel like I kind of know what I'm talking about, but depends on who you ask, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we speak with a lot of gym owners. We work with a lot of gym owners. You own a facility yourself. I mean, you can't get closer to yeah. the situation. Obviously, we educate ourselves in every corner of, of the business. So we're constantly doing what we can to provide these types of answers if you guys have those types of questions. So like Tim was getting at, this isn't just a whim. These aren't just personal opinions. Yeah. This is the conversations that we're hearing, that we're getting back from other gym owners, that the marketplace is talking about. Yeah, This is it's the reason that we're confident in, in predicting what we see next year. Let's dive. Let's do it. You got your scuba gear on? I'd love to, but Let's no. do it. All right. Number one prediction for 2020, I think, and you think, Mm -hmm. class style gyms are going to be on the decline. Now, not necessarily on the decline in the fact that they're going to be opening up, but I think they're going to be harder and harder to generate revenue out of. I agree. So I do think there's going to be plenty of new franchises that come to the table with this large group class style approach to it. But I think it's going to be harder and harder for those gyms to maintain in this market. I think the end users looking for something a little bit more, and you lose quite a bit of loyalty to other class style gyms because you're all the same. Yeah, there's you're not enough. A bunch of people in a room getting sweaty. That's yeah. a class. That's what the end user thinks. So, what makes a boot camp different than a TRX studio versus a kettlebell studio versus a spin class versus a boot camp? Well, I said boot camp to a interval style place to a, a somebody in the park to a spin with all these things sure. like uh, Orange Theories. This it's, it's a class. Yes, and we know just from our resources that in an Orange Theory, it's a three month lifetime for a member. They join in January, they're gone in March. Which is difficult because the objective of that business is so heavily rooted in sales, consistent new business. And it's hard to scale and succeed when- You're leaving. You're, so all these when people, people are leaving. There's a constant churn. Yeah. You're, you're forced to address that problem. And if, if you can attack sales and if that's what you want to be as a fitness owner is constantly rooted in just sell, 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 sure, you can absolutely do well, but- to, for those long-term, sustainable, growing, and I think that's what mm-hmm. we're getting at is it's going to be difficult to see those things really accelerate and have multi, I guess, multi-facility owners and things like that yep. in the realms. So. Yeah. And to piggyback off this class-style gym is on the decline uh, as far as, I guess, not revenue, but probably profit or market share. I would say the low price point class style gyms, even in a worse position. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen a lot of $99 places and $89 places that are doing these boot camp style, large group team training style stuff. I just don't see it, man. I don't see that standing the test of time. Exactly. 
And that's why, I mean, because, I mean, you're going to, it's a churn, it's a big churn business. There's nothing special about what you do versus the guy down the street. That's not even in the same arena, but to the end user, you guys are, you're both class-based places mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of people in a room getting sweaty. This one's 150 and that one's 99. I'm going to go over there. Yep. And then that one, oh, this one's 89. I'm going to go over there. And it's just this constant churn. So anyways, how do we combat that? I would say having multi options for your, your clients. And we talk about that in our Ascension model, like in our Ascension system Systems, sure. within our private client coaching. There comes a point where somebody either burns out, yeah, I'm talking about the member of your gym, burns out, they get the result they want and there's, they want something, what's the next thing for them? If you don't have that next thing, well, by default, they got to go somewhere They're else to find else. it. Yeah. Exactly. So be heads up. If you're just running a single option, large group style studio, let's have a chat. We've got some ways to fix that. All right, next one. The shift in marketing. Marketing. And I think that some of this might go hand in hand because again, your marketplace only knows what you tell them. And so if you are running a single service like that or a low barrier, mm -hmm. low cost facility, and all your marketing is saying is buy my stuff for $99, your marketplace is looking at you the same way as they're looking at the gym down the street or the your competition down the street yep. who's doing the same exact thing. I think that we're going to continue to see the trend of direct response, which is positioning an offer or an ad for a specific offer, usually rooted in scarcity and urgency to push a consumer into making that decision to buy. Right. I think that we're going to see less and less of that, obviously, as the cost and the social media costs mm. for, for advertising and the competition, everybody's run there. It worked extremely well when we, years. we were some of the first to market and doing this for other facilities as well. And it crushed. But here we are, fast forward, I mean, Facebook, I think we're coming into what, fifth year, sixth year? Yeah, it's that platform. And the thing that's going to, in my opinion, is going to really differentiate the facilities that can stand the test of time are those that are going to provide the solution to a client's needs, the solution to the problem. But the marketing has to explain that. And that's exactly, yeah, that's what I was yeah. getting at. So providing content, providing value, positioning usable videos, like we talked about on our last podcast, right? The podcast itself is us giving away value. Right. We don't ask for anything in return. I mean, we appreciate shares. We appreciate you guys, you know, comments spread word, and, comments and, and things. And ratings. But we're not asking, we're not charging for this. And it's given away as a piece of value. We want you to take what we have to say and be able to use and apply it to life. Look at that as your, or look to business. Look at your business and what your marketing is saying in the message that you're presenting to your marketplace is saying, you should have similar things being presented to the people that you want to buy your services. Yep. And there's no reason why a local gym can't do a podcast like this. Absolutely. You are. We're doing it. <laughs> and our clients are loving it. And really what we're doing in our podcast in the gym is similar to what we're doing now for gym owners. We're trying mm -hmm. to help educate and give away and give away content for the end user. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. And Time will tell, but I'm pretty certain that's going to generate plenty of revenue for yeah. us just through the podcast. So marketing shift, less direct response into to define direct response. We'll just give you an example. Buy my thing for $99. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's like- It's an ad. Like an ad, like it's a coupon, a sure. coupon in the paper. Yeah. And I mean, going back, I don't remember if it was Todd Brown's course or something when I was out there or when we were out there for our, our weekend with him, but there is a definitive difference between marketing and selling marketing and sales. And for some reason, fitness just throws it all in the same mix. And we think that we can sell to the end user 100% of the time without providing that like, trust, and respect factor, without building a relationship. Marketing is about changing somebody's belief systems and allowing them to be bought in in the message. 
Now sales comes in after the fact and you, they're, you are the answer to their, mm-hmm. their needs. Now, why we just have all just slapped our, our consumers in the face with yeah. our ads for so long, I think that we're going to continue to see that shift take place and people stopping that, having a, a good understanding that it's a longer buying life cycle for that client to step into your facility. Yeah. But you, when somebody does, you have their buy-in. Right. They're walking in with a credit card. You're the solution to their needs. They're, you're like an indoctrination campaign. Like you've sold their beliefs. The sale that needs to take place is already handled. Yeah, yeah it's just this technicality that exactly. needs to happen once they get there. Yep. Okay, similar to what's on this list, I think video is continuing to be the king. They may now be the emperor uh, <laughs> yes. as mediums. I think video, it continues to be the most digested piece of content out there. People watch video all day, every day. And in your videos, it doesn't, I think you need to tell the story a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree with doing some tips and give value through that. I think the ones, and you know who does a really good job of this is John Farkas in St. Louis. St. Louis. Mm -hmm. He has videos that he's created, him and his video team in the gym that have millions and millions of views and shares and all types of great reach just in his storytelling. He's just a great storyteller. I think you need to invest in a storytelling video or several storytelling videos that tell the story of who you are at the gym. Sure. What do you stand for? Digital Marketer did a great video. We talked about it once, I think, on this podcast, and it was called We Believe. And if you haven't seen that video, go look, Google it or look on YouTube. It's called uh, We Believe. And it basically was a quick cut edit of all their employees of what they believe in as a company. And you better, I mean, John did one and I've been talking about wanting to do one. It's just doing them needs to be done. I think that's going to be one of our first videos that we do in 2020, the We Believe video. I think you guys should do the We Believe video. Just do it like they did it because they're great and it tells the story. And if somebody watches that video and they resonate with that, that's where they're going to want to go. Exactly. You've got their buy-in and that's the big thing. That's the decision-making. We buy from emotion. The logic comes in after the fact. Keep had that other video. What was that titled? Uh, That was a really good one because again, it was about the problem you were experiencing and the solution. They didn't talk about the fact that it was a software platform that that provided all of this. Wasn't that great? That's another great video. Great marketing, right? It's about the problem somebody's experiencing, yep. making it relatable through a story. So good. And then providing the solution at the end. So touching. Yeah. So it's an emotional based video selling. Yep. So video. So your type of marketing is going to shift away from direct response into storytelling and definitely being used in video. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. We got that out of the way. Boots on the ground approach. So here's our next prediction. I think what's well, funny, there was a time that Facebook didn't exist for market. And any gym owner that's less than say five years old, if you've can't if you've opened your gym in the last five years, you don't know yeah. how hard it used to be. It was difficult. It was hard to make a website funnel. It was hard to get eyeballs on that. It was hard to buy traffic. There was a lot of black hat crap going on out there. There was SEO companies that were just it was the wild west. Sure. Facebook came around, and made it really easy for the end user, the small business, to create ads and, and run ads and get eyeballs on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Before that. It was boots on the ground. Yeah. And I feel like we're running this whole cycle again. We're coming back to the boots on the ground method. And what boots on the ground method is, you're knocking on doors to businesses. You're making deals. You're doing lunch and learns at corporations. Networking events. You're doing networking events. Direct mail, maybe like, you know, snail mail type stuff. 
Yeah, you're, uh, you're back to flyers. And I mean, it's granted, it's a 10 times more work. But when you get those relationships and you build business relationships with other businesses have like clientele to you, that's a huge win-win. Yeah. So there's, you, there's leverage there. Yep. They come in and maybe present to you and your team. You go out and present to them and their team and their clients, and you have a presence in all these local businesses. And it's hard. In fact, I was just in South Carolina with Sean, who's one of our private clients, and he's amazing at it because he's been in the business 20 years. Yeah, 21 years almost. Yep. And he's got five coaches, and each one of those coaches has to make five connections a week out in the market. And there was times like, they, I was there. I was in his gym and, and he got everybody rounded up and like, you go down this street, you're going down this street, you're going down this street. And those trainers went out and got those deals. And then the next day there was people in the gym that they had just met the day before because they did the exercise. And Sean's a stud at this. I went to dinner with him. He was making sales to the manager of the restaurant we were at and a waitress at the breakfast place we were at. And he was just in what he has as a skill set is very hard to find. Sure. He's not afraid to talk to people in the market and know that he has the best solution for their needs. Yeah. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we gotta find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we gotta create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And that's the one big takeaway was his confidence that he knows that if they get come to his gym, he's going to get them results. He believes that hard in his product. So it was not like him having to step out of into it, like out of a shell to go try to make this happen. This is just who he is. Yeah. And like the old, the Zig Ziglar's of, of the time, you know, these old sales coaches and things like that, they talk about that. When you believe in a product so much emphatically, right, this is the solution. Mm -hmm. You're not selling. You're actually doing an injustice if you're not sharing. Because if you believe in something so great, it is our obligation to share things that we yes. that we believe in, yes. right? That you want to truly provide a, a solution to somebody's problem, you better open your mouth. Like if the weight of our was if the weight of the problem was on our shoulders to solve the obesity epidemic, mm -hmm. would all of us gym owner or would you gym owners and all of us in the fitness realm be speaking differently? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, mm -hmm. right? Now let's just take that and, and make that our, our stance. If you believe in it as much as, as we say we do and yep. we believe it as, as we express that we do, then go out there, go do ahead, the work, do create a relationship. You're out there so, like literally trying to help somebody. Yep, absolutely. So back to boots on the ground. This also goes hand in hand with our 2020 predictions that Facebook's going to be as hard as ever to get a return on investment. I would say by 
social media company I was talking to the other day, they told me that the cost for Facebook advertising has increased 20% per quarter since quarter one of 2018. 20% per quarter. So within five quarters, they were up 100%. And then another five quarters, up 100%. And so do you think it's getting harder and harder to get leads from Facebook? It's because the CPM or the cost per impression has increased 20% on average for since quarter one of 2018. I mean, was it halfway through last year we did the numbers and we, it was 10x from our initial ad spend or cost per, yeah. per impression? Yeah. So it's not that Facebook ads aren't working. It's because it's the cost you have to put into them to get them to work the same. Is, it's, it's a diminishing it, return. It's that much higher. Yeah. Therefore, your cost per lead goes up. And then all of a sudden, am I getting a return? So 2020 predictions are there's going to be something else other than boots on the ground. Because we said boots on the ground is going to be probably going to need to be one of your biggest marketing strategies again. But there's going to be something else. What's that other thing going to be? All signs point to YouTube right now. Yeah. All signs point to YouTube. But what does that mean? Video, guys. We just talked about video being the emperor of mediums, YouTube is going to be the place where you place those videos. I mean, look at just in the last few months, let's say two, three, last quarter of the year, TikTok. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean- Everybody's uh, talking about it. Exactly, right? But it, it's become when the Gary V's and everyone starts to throw those word, those apps out there, right? People start to pay attention. That is, from what I've understood, it's crushing Snapchat's platform for- Well, TikTok, for, I'm in, not in, certain that you can buy ads on right now. I think it's just organic. I agree. It's more of the organic reach though. But as far as the exposure to the end user, everyone's shifting focus there. But again, is that going to hold the test of time? Is that going to turn into an ad platform? Is that going to pay off? We don't know, but something's going to come along. Something, Take yeah. some of the market share. and That I don't, I don't think TikTok, like my prediction, since we're making some bold predictions here, I don't think TikTok's going to be the answer for oh, fitness. I, I 100% agree. I was just using that us. as an example. But of, yeah, but that's video based, yep. right? I don't think that's going to be anywhere we're going to spend any money mm-hmm. in the fitness industry, unless you're shooting for a really young client, a yeah. really young client. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't see that being, but YouTube for sure. Is being should be on your radar. I think you should be there now. I completely agree. We're there. We're the, there now. The hard part for a lot of facilities and understand when you move to to YouTube is it's video based. Yep. So that ha- from intention, you have to be prepared to have a video ad, things like that presented to the marketplace. Great place, guys. We're talking the second largest search engine in the world, next to Google. Yep. What do you do if you can't figure out how to do something? YouTube it. Google it. <laughs> yeah. So get a couple more trends coming up here. So our prediction for 2020 is that the client experience is going to make the difference. Yep. Comes back to the center focus. So going back to the client experience from the second they park in your parking lot to the walking in the front door, to the smells, to the sounds, to the cleanliness, because there's too much damn competition out there. I was in that small town in South Carolina and there was more damn gym options. I mean, it seems like there's more than there were even here. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're in like a Tenth of the size, and I just see so many options. There's, there was anything from a CrossFit to a boot camp to his studio to two or three big box gyms. There's a Planet Fitness there. There's a another CrossFit esque style that we know the owners of, and I'm like, wow, how? Okay, so client experience is going to be king for 2020. 
And that goes from everything from sending your clients welcome gifts and six-month gifts and one-year gifts and happy hours and wine mixers and holiday parties and appreciation and rewards programs and T-shirts and recognitions and highlighting your clients' successes, making them the, putting them on a pedestal. Yeah. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. That's the client's experience we're talking about because there's too much competition. If you deliver all that, you're going to shield yourself from some of the losses, the Mm -hmm. attrition, because people want to be with you. Absolutely. Okay. 2020 predictions. Some of that can go back to your client experience. Some of that can go back into the message that you bring into your marketplace and the videos and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. If you have the, if you've got a, a clientele base that is bought in, that if you've got clients that have been with you for some time, I know obviously we could go out here and you know there's tons of them that would be more than happy to give their buy-in, their yep. testimonial, their message. Correct. Source that from your clients as well, because there's a lot of the things clients speak to are the intangibles are the community feel. Yes. Are the the things that you can't just, you can't put that on your brochure as something that you offer because it's not something you really offer. It just exists within a facility. Right. And those are the hard things that everybody wants to have, but you have to execute the client experience really well in order for it to happen. So when I like the idea of of pulling from your clients and getting the stories from them some, Mm -hmm. because they're going to mention things that are not, hey, I lost 15 pounds this month or this last few months or whatever it is. It's, I showed up and and -and so-and-so went out of their way or this happened to me and they sent me a condolences card or it's all of those things that are outside of the result that keep people wanting to be there, that keep, that build that community feel, that create the relationships amongst clients and things like that. So client experience. Big. Yep. Goes to, yes. This is something that I think every gym listening should focus all hands on deck. You need to create, it needs to be by design. Uh Uh-huh. You can't just hope that your coaches are going to do something to make that client feel special. You have to, it has to be by design. So think about that on how you're going to be better than the guy down the street. Okay. Next 2020 prediction, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of gym closures. I think so too. Led specifically from the type of marketing that they were using in the past, because that type of marketing doesn't work anymore and they don't know how to do anything else. In fact, it's, I know this is going to happen because I've already seen a gym near me close. And I also saw a gym out in South Carolina that ran the same style of marketing clothes. And that's just going to keep happening is because there's no other, nothing else other than that thing, that play, that their gym was built on a marketing strategy that doesn't work anymore. Yep. And they've got a bad reputation for it and they're closing. They are closing in 2020. We're going to have to see this mass rush of these mom and pop style gyms that, that ran marketing strategies, just closing their doors. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think it's going to be a number of them that all kind of look for that magic bullet. Everybody's looking for that one answer to, hey, let me just hit autopilot. This is going to work. And then I'm just going to ride this out for the end of, to, through the end of time. And we know that that's not the case. Mm-mm. Systems, diversifying where you're speaking, you know, the media platforms, the types of marketing, the boots on the ground approach. Some of those things, I don't, it's not a marketing tactic. That is 
it's a growth strategy. Successful businesses do these things over time. Yes, so, absolutely. And we need to start looking at our business like other businesses do outside of fitness. And it's creating relationships. It's highlighting that client's recognition. It's mm -hmm. the experience. It's not just how can I get more leads through the front door this month and hope that it works again next. There you go. Final prediction for 2020, marketing, authenticity, and transparency. Yep. It's kind of been in every single one of these, actually. Yeah. You need to be authentic. I think we've tarnished. Fitness has been tarnished in the market. In fact, it already had a better reputation to begin with from hardcore con ironclad contracts that you can't get out of to personal trainers that are unethical and un unprofessional. Sure. That's what the market thinks of us. Absolutely. Not us, but like the, the market of the sure. industry. So the gyms that can be authentic and transparent in their marketing approach and to their message are going to win. People want to know the person behind. Yeah. That's yeah, going to get there. Yep. Behind the results they're going to be getting, yep. right? They want to know who the people are that they're going to be working with. And if you can highlight that through hashtag video, you need to do it. And I think I would even go a little bit deeper in saying, that you might even want to look at hiring a video person for your gym that that's a creative type that knows how to do video editing that can like on a whim jump out there and do a video for you and sure. then jump back in the office and edit it and get it out there because that's going to be what you need, right? And so that's the number one reason we built this podcast studio right here in the gym is because when we have an idea, we need to come in here and just Execute, shoot. shoot sure. Yeah, and that's that's how we've been able to do it. So I think maybe even having a video person on your team might be something you should think about. And, and we can speak to that from some of the things that we've done over time. When we had, when we were managing the other gyms, lead, lead generation, ads, yeah. Facebook ads and things like that, like even when we tied them, brought them into a sales page, it was not our generic, like we had a template, but we branded it to a specific facility. Using their images. Their images. And we can speak with a definitive result that when a gym did not provide their own clients' photos, or when a gym owner was not comfortable putting themselves, Some fitness video. director yeah. or somebody else in the, the assets themselves, the return was always less. Yes. And people, there's nothing, Kelly, another one of our clients, yep. I've always commended her for the video that she does. I mean, she's comfortable in her studio. She's willing to be in front of the camera and it speaks volumes. People walk into her facility and when they sit down with a consultation for her, they go, oh, you're the person I saw on the ad. Well, yeah, I mean, this isn't Coca-Cola where some giant firm is do designing yep. it and yep. all of a sudden, you know, the end user is like just so. experiencing it. No, this is exactly who you're walking in to meet. Yeah, we're too small of businesses to, to not do that. I agree. Yep. So we're not too big to, to put ourselves out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We got to be the ones out there on the camera. You got to have your clients in those photos. You got to highlight them. Because they love it anyway. I mean, to be honest, they're going to share it. They're going to share it yeah. with their friends. Look at, look at, hey, sharing that. And so authenticity and transparency, it goes hand in hand with what you're saying. Just be the person on the damn funnel or on the ad or yeah. in the video. You be that person. Who better else to be that person? And at the end of the day, the story that's being told is probably your story. It's your yep. belief. You're the capstone of that organization. Everything that trickles down is, is a something from you essentially. Yeah. The and unfortunate thing is I'm seeing funnels out there using like generic images right now. Right now, there's a company out there, and I won't name names, that has like scantily clad women on their funnel. And I'm talking to gym owners. I'm like, I'm looking at it. And I've plus I've seen this thing over and over and over. Is that the client in your gym? Mm -hmm. The answer is always 1000% no. 
and go, you're scaring the shit out of the clients. Average, you really yeah. want, you want to, you're scaring them. Yep. They, they don't even want to come in here because they think that that's the person in your gym. Who do we talk about? We talked about that with one of our coaching clients. Yeah. And even with guys, you don't need to highlight the biggest transformation in your facility either. It doesn't have to be the, oh my God, jaw dropping, 100 pounds lost over a year. Like that's great. And we all obviously commend that type of work. But at the end of the day, your average person's problem is the average solution that you need to be providing. Yeah. These people want to lose 20, 30 pounds. They want to feel a little bit healthier. They want more confidence. They definitely want to look good naked. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's really just some of that. Like yeah. find the clients in your facility that are your everyday clientele and let them tell the story or tell the story, tell their story to the marketplace. And you're going to be amazed at how other people that are just like them, your avatar client, can now resonate with that individual. Yes. They don't get the bikini models and the shirtless guys and the things like that because, again, it scares them. It's too far. And when we can shorten that, we're too close to the problem. We say mm -hmm. it all the time. Look at your marketing. Look at the message. Look at everything that you're doing through your average client's eyes. Eyeballs, yep. And you know what? There's a great opportunity out there. And this isn't all like scare, scary world. I mean, I think the gyms that adopt this approach are going to be big winners in 2020. I completely agree. I think there's going to be more million dollar facilities out there than we can count after 2020. I really think that with the gyms closing, with the bad marketing that's been in the past, the ones that are, are doing it right, they're going to gather up and scoop up all those clients that are leaving other places. And I think you're, those are the gyms that are going to be big winners. I have been having this conversation with our coaching clients for at least the last two months as far as making sure that the, the content, the value, all of that's ingrained in what they're doing because there's no way around it. I mean, we know just the difficulty. You guys want to talk math? You can't afford to continue down the direct response route. We started the game when we were doing it. Our average ad spend for a, camp, a complete campaign was 400 bucks. Fast forward till end of last year, it was almost 4,000 yep. for a three-week ad campaign. Now, if you're going to continue at the rate that we just talked about, a quarter, what was it, 25%? 20% every, every quarter. Guys, you don't have, the, nobody, most facilities, and especially the mom and pop style personal training gyms, you guys don't have $15,000 to throw in an ad spend every three weeks or every other month to hope that you can close six, 10, 15 clients. Yep. It's, there's still risk, there's still reward, but the cost to play the game in that realm is going to continue to go up. And yep. if you're not changing what you're doing in that game, then you're going to be forced to either sit by and watch everyone else collect that can, or you're going to watch yourself not use that platform. Yep. And it's tough, but there is. I completely agree. I think that there's going to be a massive skyrocket of the gyms that embrace this, are ahead of the curve, start making this everything they're doing now because everyone else is going to catch up. Yep. It's going to happen. So jump on board now and do it. It's going to be an interesting year. I'm going to listen to this episode in December of 2020 and look back and see how right or wrong we were. I mean, these are predictions. We're only telling you this from what we're seeing in the trends and what we think. We may be wrong. Sure. I don't think we are, but I, there's going to be some stuff in here we weren't exactly right, but nothing's going to change from client experience. Nothing's going to change from having multiple different offerings in your facility to, to send somebody up. That's yep. the basic principle of, of just about any successful business. They've got different, good, better, best things. And authenticity, you can't go wrong. You can't no, go yeah. wrong. If you're authentic and, and transparent, you can't lose doing that. So these are foundational things. And I think it's going to all go back to the grassroots approach of, of doing the hard things over and over. Like Rick said, the 20 mile march kind of thing. Yeah. Every day you do the things that are boring and you do them because you have to, because it's the right thing to do. No shortcuts in 2020. Do the right thing in 2020. 
and you'll see the success. You won't be struggling and trying to figure out what the next play is. Yep. Because there is no play. I'm telling you right now, there is no magic bullet anymore. If there ever was, it's gone. Okay? It's gone. Facebook ads, those were the magic bullet. That's gone. I mean, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, hey, you got to overcome and adapt. And those that don't, those are the ones that are going to be closing. And guess what? The ones that do, you're going to get their clients. So take that to the bank. 2020 predictions. Guys, have an amazing, amazing New Year's. Yeah. Because uh, this, this is our last episode for the year. It's the 31st, New Year's Eve. I appreciate you guys. Take a nice deep breath and get ready to put strap up your chin straps and yeah, put your you pads on. Let's go to battle, guys, because this is it. This is not a hobby for most of you. It shouldn't be a hobby. Go all in and crush 2020. Guys, if you need help, if you need help with this, if you need somebody to talk to, book a call at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Jump on with Randy or myself. Guys, until we talk to you again, keep changing lives and keep crushing. Talk to you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.